Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Happy Groundhog Day, Slee. Oh, Happy hey, Groundhog Day, Emily Everybody. and Taylor, to you and your families. All of you at the same time. <laughs> He's like offering a blessing that. like you're doing the sacrament. Yeah, but the speech was we heard earlier was I felt like I was at church. Yeah, that was I, Now I, on I'm, this February 2nd. How about this? Hey, I know we're all kind of just out here to goof around and take a couple hours off of work and nah. let's all have a couple of beers and let's see what the groundhog's up to. It's not funny. It didn't it's sound very like anyone was goofing around. It's the people wake up early, they camp out to be in the front of the line at Punxsutawney Phil's like revealing and really, it's, really? it's a little they secret out? Yes, it's a secret society of people that are the Punxsutawney Phil whisperers. I don't know what the names are. I could Google it, but I don't care enough. I care, I care plenty. I was going to say, but, it sounds like you care a little bit. <laughs> but like, <laughs> it's passed down through the generations, and then they uh, they get to be the ones to read if he has... She's, the thing is, you don't even see if he actually sees a shadow or not. I, it, it, I've always just never understood... How they can tell if he sees a shadow or not. Well, you know they're not rigged. actually having him look at his I, shadow, right? Disagree. Travis, I know. I, I disagree. Know. Okay. It's rigged. I just Whoa. want to make sure that you're Completely fully, fully um, uh, briefed disagree. on the actual mechanics it. of it. Okay. A whole move on your part. But non-Groundhog Day related. The uh, YouTube stream, apparently, uh, they're starting a GoFundMe to get uh, Taylor a new hat. Because apparently they <laughs> do not love He's got another one. He's got hat. Kings. You've got K-Rock and Kings. This has nothing to do with Taylor <laughs> wanting to get a new hat. Taylor likes that hat. How long have you had that? Uh, seven years. I think. No. My goodness. Yeah. How long do you keep a hat, Slee? Um, uh, you could say a couple years. Yeah? yeah I, two years, maybe. Yeah. Something like that. I appreciate the concern, guys. You know, I'm, I like this hat, though. Okay, I do so a lot of shows. Do you have... Uh, 10, 12 different hats at home, and you just go back to yeah, the same Yeah, I have two? a bunch. I have a bunch from a lot of Hermosa Beach bars I've played at. Um, I wear those sometimes, but I He's don't a know. simple guy. This Classic. This is work hat. This is the this hat. Is work hat. Yeah, this is work hat. It's like my hard exactly hat, you know? <laughs> I love it's his, rot, uh, his, uh, his work hat. K-Rock. <laughs> well, ESPN hasn't given me one. I mean, I need some... I bet Tommy could find you a hat. Yeah. I'm sure he'd be happy to... to... I'll wear that at my, at my next then job. Then you have to wear that in for like two years before you, you start You guys keep your in. hats a long time. I'm a few months, and then they typically get to, because they get a little funky. Mm. It's time for them to go. You can, you can like wash They never yeah, come out them. right. They're always kind of jacked up after I put them through. Maybe I'm doing it wrong. I've heard the dishwasher is the place to do it. I, well, I do do that. Right, this that's is, for sure. I think I had bought something one time. You could put in the wash with it so it kind of stays yeah. in form. And then just don't dry it. Then take it out and okay. don't put it in the dryer. Yeah, I'm just. I like the wear and tear. You know, it's it makes, it's uh, looks lived in. Lived in. Yeah. That's what we're going for. But if you had to wear another hat every day here, what would you do? K O S. They want to get you five seventy. <laughs> no. <laughs> five, yeah, they want to get you um, a Dodger hat. They want to get you got a cowherd hat. On. Oh yeah, my my two favorite teams, guys. Uh, exactly. I mean, I like the Dodgers. They're my NL team. I I probably wear one of those hats, but um. Give me some twins gear, some kings gear. I'm not going to say no to that. Yeah, twins. Twins, twins would be has a good, great gear too. Be a good half. TC has that's the one. That's the one. The TC lid is one of the. By the way, this is how it started yesterday. And then now now I'm going to end up looking at yep. vintage baseball hats for two hours tonight. Thanks for nothing, Taylor. Sorry. That's how that's going to go. A couple of quick tweets. Brian uh, Lakers man 805 dying in laughter. Could we see a pick of this table, Trav? Uh, Major L, buddy. I got some junk at my house. Are you interested? This isn't funny to me, Brian. I'm glad that you found it amusing that my wife paid to take away someone else's garbage is well, not th funny to me. It, it, this is not uncommon where you have people at a house that won't get rid of things. What is uncommon is you're going to somebody else's house to get what they want out of there and you're keeping it. <laughs> that part's a little bit different. Tim in the OC, I got a lot of junk in my garage, Trav. Come on down and take what you want. I'll only charge you $20 per piece. Best deal in the neighborhood. Not funny to you, Tim. And lastly, Francis, uh, have Susan haul it down to MoMA, and that pile of rotted wood is considered art. It's I mean, in, it's in it's a art. landfill somewhere. It's right art. Now. 
It's it's look, it's compost. That's how rotted it was. All right, we gotta we gotta pay off these people. They've Who? been on hold for a long time here. Who do you they like want to take? talk Aaron Rodgers like uh I guess we're done with the table. Well, no, just <laughs> yeah, go back to it. Just go back to it. Let's go to Johnny <laughs> in Long Beach. What's going on, Johnny? Hey, there, guys. Johnny? Yep. Yeah, absolutely. The whole crew. Big, big fan. Happy Groundhog Day, by the way. Thank you, Johnny. Ugh. To your family as well. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I say do whatever it takes, whatever he wants. You know, Pat McAfee calling the games. Why don't you? And uh, I know the defense is sus. We got Mad Max, arguably the best pass rusher in the game. But, yeah, I mean, offensive-centric uh, league. Like John Madden said, if you score more points than the other team, you got a better chance of winning the game. But uh, the biggest thing is that I got a bunch of buddies who are Packer fans. So if we get them, that'd be the best part. Dynamite drop in money. <laughs> I, I don't I don't think there'd probably be a Raider fan out there that says, Don't bring Aaron Rodgers. I really don't. He's expensive. He's old. I think that's the main thing of like, yeah, but why I, you wouldn't I, take him. I think there are Raider fans out there that for some of the reasons we talked about earlier, it's the Raiders. You take a risk. You take a chance. I, I, I think there's a lot. Of, what plan do you think they're going to have is if they don't take Aaron Rodgers? Funny you should ask. Okay. 805 Raider mm-hmm. has a tweet. He's got a Raider logo in his avatar. He's mm-hmm. 805 Raider, so this is a Raider fan. Big as it gets. Rodgers is by far the best option, but drafting a young quarterback and rolling with Stidham for a year and spending money to improve the roster, namely the defense, would probably be the smarter move. Would not say no to Aaron Rodgers, though. So the idea is, look, you want to pay, I don't know what you would get him for. $60 million is what the, the value is right now. Maybe you could finagle it so it's down to 40-something, 50-something. You want to pay $50 million three years in a row for a 40-year-old dude? That there, There's a ton of risk involved in that. Coming off his, mm-hmm. the worst season of his life, there, there's I, real I, risk involved. Listen, I don't know what this will equate to, but is it safe to say, Trav, they will make a lot of money off Aaron Rodgers, too. That that just the mere fact that yeah, he is now rocking a, that's the jersey. A argument. But, but just because you're saying it's going to cost you $50 million. I'm talking about trying to find a way to become a good football team and win games and compete for Super Bowls, not how to have your bottom so, line be healthy. So the Raiders have done that for many years where they have not figured out how to just put together a good football team. Yeah. And I don't want to make it sound like it's a marketing stunt. I'm not saying go get Aaron Rodgers from that perspective, but of your options out there in a division. By the way, if it's not going to be Aaron Rodgers, then I do agree with okay, reset this whole thing and kind of figure it out from there. It's about championship window. And so if they get Aaron Rodgers on their team, they are in their championship window. Because Aaron Rodgers expects to go to a place and Ma- win championships. Maybe, though, right? Maybe. Maybe. But it puts the pressure on you. It's almost as if it's like a LeBron coming to a team. It attracts people to you. It adds championship caliber to you. But if you don't get Aaron Rodgers, if you do it, 805 Vader says, and you build up, you have a future. But I don't know if the LeBron thing is a fair comp. LeBron is a guy that had been to the finals nine times prior to getting here, was yeah. not coming off the worst season of his career, was not a one-time you know, finals appearance from, by the way, more than 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Like that—that's not that—that it's—it's a little different to me that LeBron was still in the window. Aaron Rodgers potentially could be out of it. I—I I would do it if I were the Raiders because a, I'm not a Raider fan, so I don't really care. I think it would be super fun to watch. But there's an argument to be made for the football that and it's reckless. That it's it's a really bad idea. He's incredibly expensive. I think he's the second most expensive quarterback in the league, and he's old. You and think he's it, coming off a bad year. Do you think we consider to have the conversation? But do you think it actually happens? No, because I don't know if you can fit that big of a chunk of money if you don't have a lot of room to start with, and they don't. Mm-hmm. That it, I know you can, but the the cost not just the economic cost the roster cost of creating that amount of space the complications to it look at what happened to the rams when they spent a lot of money on their star players aaron donald matthew stafford cooper cup rob havenstein they paid everybody and now said i don't have a lot of money to pay the rest of the people and once some guys drop it got really thin really quick and And, that was a super bowl winning team and now you're talking about hey which players do you get rid of to go get some of that draft capital back. And the Rams had just won the Super Bowl. The Raiders mm-hmm. were the worst team in their division, not named the Denver Broncos. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's a little bit He is the most expensive player per year. Yeah. And then the second one is Russell Wilson. There so there are two people in the same mm-hmm. division. Two bad teams. Two bad teams. Joe and Silmar. Joe, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up? 
All right, guys, I'm going to give you a couple of reasons why we need to go after Aaron Rodgers. First off, out of the 11 losses, nine of them were seven points or under that the Raiders lost. Out of those nine, we only lost by three points. You can't tell me Rodgers can't get you three points with Adams, Renfro, Waller, Jacobs in the backfield. 60-yard field goals at chip shot. It will change the team completely. Age 39, he won't be playing in negative 20-degree weather like in Green Bay. He's going to be in the close climate. And if we're worried about money, the vault at the Bellagio has a lot of money. Bellagio, it does. <laughs> no, I, look, it's not an episode of Ocean's Eleven. Uh, you wonder right. if each casino starts contributing <laughs> just towards. Tip in a, you're, when you tip your dealer, every dealer's got to put a buck of that into the Aaron <laughs> Rodgers fund. Um, you said that he doesn't have to play in that weather. You're right. You know what else he doesn't have to do? He doesn't get to play the Bears twice a year. He doesn't get to play the Lions twice a year. He doesn't get to play the Packers twice or the uh, Vikings a couple of times a mm-hmm. year. You don't come in as the de facto team to beat in that division like he has for the last ten years. Pat, that's Pat. Patrick Mahomes is Aaron Rodgers, and then Justin Herbert is a very good player. If they ever get that thing squared away, sure. who knows? Sure. The Broncos just Made hired yeah. a really, really capable head coach. And you're the next team there. This is not. Yeah, there's some benefits. There's a lot of negatives. I like this. Well, like the, the one thing up. that I mean, it's kind of funny. Look back at the Raiders season. He did say something there. How many times the Raiders just screw themselves during the season? Remember the Arizona game. The Rams they up game. Sixteen to nothing. The Rams game. They're up sixteen. I think it was to, sixteen to three. They lost seventeen sixteen. Was that the yeah, final score? That's right. They've ha- they had games. The Chargers game early on in the season. They had a lot of those games, but we've said this before. Bad teams find ways to lose. The Raiders found ways to lose. The Dodgers are doing a thing that you're not supposed to do. It's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Feeling like you need a marketing degree and an extra day in your week to successfully market your small business? Let Constant Contact do the heavy lifting for you. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has powerful tools that make it easy to grow your audience, engage your customers, and sell more to boost your business. Now, in just a few clicks, you can launch a marketing campaign that's tailored to your business and goals. That includes email, social, SMS, and more. So you can sell more, raise more, and fast-track your business growth. Plus, you can always count on Constant Contact's award-winning customer support for guidance along the way. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. It's funny. I, I, it's well done. Good job, Taylor. By the way, your uh, Minnesota Twins hat is going to cause a two-hour wormhole experience for 1970s baseball uniforms for me today. Just thanks for nothing. I don't know if they will, like if that GoFundMe started and then we talked about the Twins and Correa still on there, I think the, the oh, fun just right. stopped. Yeah. The fun just Whatever the picture for the GoFundMe is, it better not be a picture of Carlos Correa if you want LA Can people to Can you imagine donate. him getting enough money get and a then thanking Dodger fans with <laughs> a jersey of That'd be high-level trolling. I'm kinda, I kind of want you to do that now. You don't have a ton of troll in you, though. Thank you so much, guys. <laughs> Carlos <laughs> Correa. And, or, or worse, you know, I changed my mind gonna get an alex bregman astros jersey oh, i no. just decided that that's the way that that this whole thing is that's go. evil that he had evil. that much money he bought both <laughs> he's, got he's got one for every team in the league oh. other than the dodgers let's try a quick phone call let's go to west hills and george george you're on with travis Slee. what's up george what's going on Slee and uh travis i just had a quick uh suggestion maybe we should think about you know signing josh jacobs before we go and spend all our money on uh Aaron Rodgers, we don't even have a running back for him to hand the ball off to. Well, the the rub on that, though, George, is that paying running backs is almost always a mistake. Almost always. The time they're good enough to get paid is about the time they stop performing. Yeah. Did we lose George? 
Go ahead, George. I'm sorry. Yeah, okay, so yeah, when George told out. me on the line before I put him down, he was saying that getting Rodgers is giving up on your future if you're the Raiders. So it, it's, yeah, but what's your future? Well, that's that, right. that, that that's actually that that actually makes me want to say, okay, go get Aaron Rodgers even more because just look at the history of the Raiders. I, I know they made it to the playoffs a year ago, right? Made it to the playoffs and look, had a good game against Cincinnati. They had a chance to beat them. They had a chance to beat them. Yeah, but. You would have assumed this season, well, you're getting at least back to the playoffs again, right? You're going to at least go grab one of those seven spots, even if it's five, six, or seven. They did take a step back, and there's not enough. If I felt like that was a really well-run organization, and they don't, you know, they don't take risks or chances like that because you could just see they're building for the future, and that's just what they do. And give them a couple years and come back. But do you really feel that way? About no, the they Raiders? have not proven that they can put yeah. something together that will ultimately bear fruit. They, that's not. <laughs> and our idea could be awful. It, it could. That's why it's a good idea because you, if the Dodgers just decided one day we're just going to buy every best player. That's a bad plan, guys, because you've proven that you can develop really good players that are far less expensive, and you can have the best of both worlds. The Raiders have not done that. The Rams used their picks to go build a winning culture, a winning team, a Super Bowl champion team. They've proven that they know how to do that. So if they did it again, you're like, hey, look, this is what they do, and it's proven to be very successful for them. If you're a team like the San Francisco 49ers, like this is a good track record. They build from within. They draft really well. Mm -hmm. They put the guys in the right position. They hire the right coaches, the right executives. Do what you're good at. The Raiders are good at nothing. So what, what, what is the downside to trying some of these things? And, and Ra- Raider fans, I would love for you to tell me what you're good at, and I'll eat crow. 877-710-ESPN. Go ahead and tell me. No, no, we're good. At, go, I'm waiting. Phone lines are open. I think they're, they're, they're waiting. <laughs> they're thinking, too. Give it right. some thought. Speaking of the Dodgers, Keith yeah. Law, who knows minor league systems, and, and everybody comes out with these things all the time. Uh, he had the Dodgers as the number one ranked farm system in baseball. Okay, number one. One, just so everybody understands this, I think they probably do, but just so in case you don't, the team with the worst record picks first. It's like the NFL. Mm-hmm. The worse you are, the the you get the better draft pick you get. So theoretically, Damn. if you're the worst team, mm-hmm. you're going to get a bunch of high draft. If you're the Pittsburgh Pirates, if you're the Kansas City Royals, sure. if you're the Seattle Mariners, or mm-hmm. like, you should get a bunch of high picks. Theoretically, build real rebuild your organization. If you're the Dodgers, if you're the Astros, if you are the Atlanta Braves, you pick down because you finish in the last three or four teams every year. You're going to yep. pick 27th, 8th, 9th, 30th. The Dodgers pick last or very close to last every year for the last 10 years. They have the best farm system in Come baseball. On. That's not supposed to go like that. So it's one of two things. They're better at scouting and saying, no, 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 that guy right here, he's going to be at 30. We're gonna, he's going to be available at 26. He's our guy. That's our guy. Mm-hmm. Or it doesn't matter. They're just going to take some guys and their environment, their culture, their coaching staff, their development staff is just better than ever. doesn't matter which one of those two things it is, but they've, done the thing that's the hardest thing to do be good now have assets to go buy whatever you need have resources picks players to go get whatever you need and oh by the way the pipeline is flush with talent it's not supposed to work like that so i listen i think for anything we talk about with the dodgers this is truthfully honestly one of the most important things that we could talk about because you know we've said this before when you're the person with all the money when we just look at that, we look at different franchises across all of sports. When you're the New York Yankees or you're the Los Angeles Lakers or you're, you know some of these huge global brands sure. that are also in the biggest markets, you're supposed to have some holes. When the Yankees used to say, "Whatever it is, we'll go spend," and, and that doesn't mean I, I don't want to make it sound like nobody has um, no no teams out there don't bring players into the farm system, but. You know who should be number one on this list and number two and number three and number four? It's all the worst teams that you were talking about. Well, it should be the Angels. It you should can't be have, those sorts you of teams. You can't have the team that has, in some sense, been the best representative of Major League Baseball over the last 10 years. This is how you run your corporation. This is how you run your team. This is how you make trades at the trade deadline. This is how you do this, this, this. Go up and down the list. And you still got all the dudes in the farm system? Come on now. You know, there was, um, I'm going to use a Padres example on this. Padres were 
were typically pretty high on this list as well. They had they had yes, good players in the farm system. That's why they were able system. to get Juan Soto. So <laughs> it, it, over the years, whether it was, um, I think, Musgrove, Snell, um, Juan Soto, they've started depleting some of that farm system. For the Dodgers to have the players that they have today where they're sitting, and still, you know, they didn't go out and make a move in the offseason – and still have the number one farm system. This is why when the Otani conversation comes up yep. or some of these, and you say, some of, some of the times that you've said this before, it's like, look, they can offer more than anybody else to a team out there like the Angels that maybe the last thing they want to do is trade to the Dodgers, but they can offer the most, and then they could go pay whatever whatever uh, uh, amount it's going to take to bring on Otani. There was an old, there's an old, it's Wade Phillips' father, Bum Phillips. He coached the Houston Oilers, he coached the New Orleans Saints, and I forget who said this about him, but he was there was a line that said, look, he can take your guy, his guys and beat your guys, or he can take your guys and beat his guys. That I know how to do this better than you do. Hmm. It's kind of what the Dodgers are. The Dodgers are the number one ranked farm system, which means they're getting, on average, the 24th, 5th, 30th best player in every round. Okay, They have the number one farm system. Not supposed the to be Angels, like that. who have been bad for 10 years, mm-hmm. are ranked 25th. They're picking at the top of all of these rounds or at least in the middle of all of these rounds, sure. they're 25th. This is the Bum Phillips thing. You can give the Dodgers the 10th pick of the draft, that guy's going to become a good major league player. You give them the 30th pick in the draft, guy's going to become a good major league player. You give the Angels the 5th pick in the draft, that guy might not make it. You give him the 30th pick in the draft, he's almost guaranteed not to make it. This is This is the secret sauce. Because the Padres, you're right, they're 24th, that's where they should be. They emptied the bucket to go get really good players. That's one of the things you do with these things. The Dodgers are sitting here saying, look, I don't know if Diego Cartaya is going to be great, but he might. I don't know if Bobby Miller is going to be great, but he might. Mm. Outman and Vargas and all of these other guys. Um, and there's they, enough examples of players that they brought the up. The last two crops. Some of, of these, these are going to hit. Of course they are. How many of the Angels hit? Zero. Or very, very few. The Dodgers hit on like 50%, which is an outrageous percentage. And by the way, Kyber Ruiz, the Dodgers, you know, the kind of the centerpiece of the guy that they sent to the Nats to get Turner and Scherzer, he's okay because he left the Dodger universe. By the way, that that is that it's the equivalent of there's one corporation where when you start working with them, they know where to start you. They're training you to be this, this, and then eventually you're going to be one of their their. Uh, main pieces for that company. Literally, the Dodgers run it like a Fortune 500 company. The Dodger news yesterday was that the you know the the brass spoke about Trevor Bauer, mm-hmm. and they basically said, yeah, you know, we just decided that we kind of came to the conclusion he wasn't for us moving forward, and we all know what happened after that. Do you think he's going to land on a team? Because spring training is basically starting in a week or two. Yeah, he's still a very usable major league player, and. I don't know if he's going to be on a baseball field anytime soon. It's a, it's a weird deal. I'm going, to, I'm going to throw a question your way on this. Is the only way he gets on a baseball team is if Trevor Bauer got in front of a camera and said, listen, um, I don't agree with everything. However, I will say I have been at fault. There's things I've done in my life. I'm not a perfect person. Um, I'd like to turn the page. I apologize to anybody. I've this, that, this, and this. If he did something like that, do you think he's on a baseball team? I think there would be a line of teams trying to get to him. Yes. And and, and by the way, it doesn't have to – we've seen it before. We've seen sincere apology. When guys mess up, people – when people mess up and they come out and they speak from hearsay, they speak from the heart, and look, I blew it. I've thought about it, and, and I'm going to do whatever I can to try to make this right. And and I think we've all got a pretty good BS detector on when it's yeah, sincere. because then there's not. also the other ones. Right. Hello. Well, there's also the one where the guy shows up and goes, Yep. I uh, wanted to take this time. Re- really sorry about that. Um, is that enough? No, more. Uh, yeah, I, I guess I shouldn't have. Am I done? No, more. Uh, yeah, sorry. What, Let's uh, run it again. What, what do you want from me? Mm-hmm. Even that gets you where you need to go. It does, because you say, look, he apologized. It was a crappy apology, but you could do it. All he would need to do, and I do You do not, believe that if he apologized? I, I do not think he will do this because of mm-hmm. the type of guy that he is. He's very stubborn by all counts. But if he just came out and said, listen, I'm not guilty of what I was accused of, and the courts and the judicial system has backed me up. There was no – however, upon further reflection, I realized that what I have done and the positions I put myself mm-hmm. in – 
are less than ideal. I'm going to work very hard to not put myself in less than ideal positions moving forward. And that's what I can promise whoever wants to hire me next. Done. Done. Because Is that crazy that he won't? And I, I'm with you. I, I don't think he I don't think he does it. He's been the opposite from the beginning of this thing. I didn't do it. It, 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 it. I don't even want to relitigate the whole thing. He It doesn't appear that he was, he, I don't want to say that, he wasn't charged with a crime. Sure. So, okay. But that doesn't mean that you don't have to say, listen, I didn't do that, but I need to kind of reevaluate how people perceive me. Sure. I just, I need to do better at that. That's not, that's fine. They're, he's really, every team in baseball, the reason the Dodgers didn't cut him on the spot is because they were probably trying to find a way to bring him back or at least try to find a way to get something for him. He's a useful major league player. And I don't know if he plays again. It's be, because he refuses to kind of engage in that process. I, I thought when it, when it, uh, initially, when it finally went through that two week window, remember, it's like, hey, why are the Dodgers taking so long? This and that. I thought at least at that time, I didn't think the Dodgers were bringing him back, but I definitely thought you'd start hearing some stuff of, hey, this Major League Baseball team is interested. Yeah. It's the only thing I've heard is this organization said we have no interest in him. Drop that. There's no conversation to be had. All right. Um, Tua was finally cleared from concussion protocols yesterday. Damn. Yesterday. Right. Which brings up the obvious question. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. It's funny, Slee. Last admit, one, last one. Every it. time. It's funny. It is. <laughs> it's pretty no, good. good. It's, I, were you expecting us not to say anything at some point? Or are you like, I don't know, Slee at least. Yeah, I, I let him take the lead on that one. <laughs> on which one? It's the music. You're the music guy. Well, clearly, it goes without saying that every answer is "Take me out to the ball game" or "Sunny and Cher." Those and, and Oasis, apparently. Yeah, but you knew Oasis, which is surprising. I, for, I again, that just goes into the category of I don't know why I remember the dumbest thing. I remember that UL Washington used to wear a tooth or have a toothpick when he played short in 1978. I remember that. I don't remember the name of my kid's principal at their school. That seems to be more important information. I don't remember my own principal. At my you own have school. random. Random things that you'll remember. It's weird. Uh, somebody brought this up, too. Eddie Carrillo online says, Guys, the Dodgers scouting slash development's even more impressive because of going over the tax threshold multiple years in a row. LA gets bumped back 10 or so spots out of the first round, 40th or so, and they get less money for international signings. Yes, you're right about that. That when you spend a lot of money and when you have a lot of success, there are penalties that come along with it. But they the Bauer want- thing has something to do with that. Well, the- the Bauer thing puts them over the threshold, so they have exactly. to pay additional tax. Yep. And the more tax you pay, the more you drop. It, there, there's, if you are really good at this for a very long time, they want to push you back down. The idea is to have all 30 teams be competitive, and the Dodgers have a skeleton key for it. You could do everything you can to make something an equal playing field. When one organization operates a certain way, that's much more. It's not just, and that's the thing. It's not, hey, they got an advantage because they're in L.A. Yeah. That's not the, That's one of their advantages. They use that to yes. their advantage, but it's not their only advantage. Let's try a phone call. Simi Valley and Rick. Rick, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up, Rick? Uh, not much, guys. Thank you very much. Um, I wanted to talk about the Dodgers, but I, I do want to say that, uh, Slee, uh, definitely uh, check out What About Bob. It's incredible. <laughs> That's three people in a row now, so okay, I'm in. Funny. I'm in. Yeah, I mean, for sure. I saw that on my birthday when it came out. <laughs> 
in the theater and, and literally fell out of my chair. It was <laughs> in, incredible. Yeah. So uh, um, I had this, this idea. There's a lot of talk about possibly going for Otani. And if I'm not mistaken, Soto is a free agent next year. And I wonder, I wonder if maybe Soto would be the better option if, if it's not possible to get uh, Otani or, or if, you know, if there's concerns about you know, him doing both and maybe breaking down at one point. I, I love Soto. I love his attitude. I love everything he brings, and I just wanted to get your thoughts on that. So, Rick, I'm going to give you the timing on this because the timing is different. Otani will be a free agent at the end of this season. Right. Um, when the Padres made the deal for Soto, they knew they had him for the remainder of last year and two more seasons. He's not a free agent until the conclusion of the 2024 season. So the timing won't be the same. Now, this they're going to run into some stuff. The, the The Padres are in an interesting spot because Chato's up. Chato's about to get paid, yeah. and, and again, and and, and again, right? <laughs> yeah. So he had a ten year contract. He's five years in. Where once he gets to five years, he's trying to get another five years on top of that. Um, they just they they got some pitchers they're going to have to figure out. Blake Snell, I think you Darvish might be. This might be his final year as well. And the Juan Soto part of it, what do you do, Trev, if you're the Padres? Um, and by the time, let's say, this season is done and you're getting closer to the trade deadline of the following season, and that's a Scott – he's a Scott Boris too, right? Which one? Uh, Soto. He is. And he does something similar here where he's like, we're just going to go hit the market. Mm-hmm. We're going to go hit the market. Now you gave up all those assets that you had, which, listen, I get why they did sure. it. Sure. But you got to hit it. You're basically now giving yourself. We got one year to cash in. We have to win a World Series to cash in. So then, at that point, do you say we're just going to run out Soto's contract till the end, or do you try to get some stuff at the deadline if you don't think you're going to you bring have, him back? If you don't think you're going to bring him back, you have to move him. That's kind of just baseball executive one. Unless you really think you have a have great a sh- chance of, of winning a World, World Series, Series. which it, which they'll probably be in the mix here yes. for the next two years. They, yes, I think they're likely. Uh, Darvish is up at the end of this year, so he's kind of the same class as Otani. Um, what he was talking about, go for Soto rather than Otani. I don't know about that. It's not a terrible idea. Here's where the Dodgers, they can try to get both. This, this, this is the point that Otani is going to be a free agent. Maybe somebody can pry him out of there with a deal, but Otani's going to go where he wants to go, right? Like, let's just say, and I'm just making yep. a, a ridiculous thing here. Let's just say the Pirates came in and said, Look, we're Angels, we will give you our first-round pick for the next 10 years. Mm-hmm. We want Otani. Okay, fine. They can make that trade. They don't need Otani's permission. But He's Otani's just looking leave at the Pirates saying, guys, I'm leaving the second. Yeah. You're going to get me for three months. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. He has a tremendous amount of power in where he ends up. And if he wants to be in L.A., which there at least seems to be some buzz that he might want to be. Um, Sounds like he wants that, to be on the West Coast. It does. Mm-hmm. That he actively avoided the East Coast when yep. he came over here the first time then they could do it. And even if they miss, then they go after Soto the next year and mm-hmm. they go and offer the package or they wait for him to hit the market. That They don't have to – this isn't a we got one shot at this to make it happen. This is the brilliance of what they've built. It's not a one shot. If we don't do it right now, this isn't the Raiders, mm-hmm. Okay, to, for, to use it as an example. The Raiders thinking about Aaron Rodgers like, yeah, we could do it, but we're going to be screwed if it goes bad for who knows how long. Well, you've already been bad for who knows how long. So why not go for it? This is your only chance to get a guy like this. The Dodgers, they get him, great. If they don't, we'll get the next well, guy. Well, I'll go back to – actually, I don't even think you have to go to there, right? You could say it's the Padres, that they had to do what they did to go get Soto. They had to. They didn't have – was Soto going to come in free agency in a couple years Almost and pick the not. San Diego Padres? Probably not, yeah. right? The, the Bogarts deal – if the Red Sox are offering him 180-200, the Padres know we have to offer him 280 <laughs> to get him to come play for the Padres. That's worked. the truth. Yeah. Yeah. And so. th- now, you win a few of these, maybe you do get that guy. Maybe it's not Juan Soto or Shohei, but it could be that other – it could be a Dansby Swanson, sure. a Trey Turner, where it's like, you know what? That they second are pretty or third good. or fourth yeah, that, best that free agent. That next yeah. best yeah. guy that is a pretty good guy along the way. Um Tua cleared concussion protocol yesterday. It's a month. It was a month since he was placed into it. And we don't have to relitigate what happened to him. We all saw it. And it was about the images in your head right now, yeah, the yeah. images in my so, head right so now of Tua during the season. We, we all saw it, and it was terrifying. And two concussions in the span of four days. It was awful. And then another one later. It was really very, very frightening. 
Tua Tagovailoa has $25 million in the bank. Is there any part of you, Al, that would make you go, you know what, I don't want to do this anymore. I, I, I know that this is what I'm very good at, and there's yeah. a lot of money available to me moving forward, but I can take care of everybody for a very, very long mm-hmm. time with what I have. I want my brain in one piece, and you know what, I'm out of here. It, it, it would, I'm not saying I would quit, but it would certainly be something I would think about. It's interesting, you know, Andrew Luck when he decided that he was going to retire from the NFL, mm-hmm. kind of came out of nowhere. It's like totally what? What do you mean, Andrew Luck is is he's going to stop playing football? And there have been some players that are not marquee names like that that have decided. Um, again, they're not marquee Luck was the names. One by a mile. They're not marquee names, but I'm going to stop playing football. Why? Because it's dangerous. I, I want to make sure that my family, my kids, this that I'm fully there. Whatever the case is, um, two is an interesting one because. Tua and Herbert drafted same year, right? I think it was six, seven, five, six, whatever their draft was. So, and I only bring that up is because Herbert's brand new in the league, and we spent a lot of time talking about him, and it just kind of puts into perspective. No, no, no. Tua and Herbert are incredibly young, right? Yes. And and you talk about Herbert being kind of the the future of yes, uh, potentially the future in the NFL over the next ten years, whatever the For case sure. is. Um, if Tua stopped playing tomorrow, and he said, "I got twenty five mil in the bank." Let me do other things. I could still find a way to stay around football, but I don't I don't want to do that anymore. I don't think anybody would fault him. No. Right? And that's that's uh do I think that's gonna happen? No, I don't. Do I think that they're if Tua were your son, what would you tell him? If if Tua were your brother, what would you tell him? Hey, man, I, I want you I wanna I wanna I want both of us to be eighty someday, and mm-hmm. I want you to know that I'm your brother. And we've seen this happen way too often. We know that a bunch of concussions in a short period of time is so dangerous. You've made $25 million, you know what's man. Tough? I want to live the next 40 years with you. Do you know what's tough with that? What's tough with that is if Tua, for example, is, listen, I this is my life. Like this is, I'm still so young. I cannot envision myself not being on a football field anymore, not going through the, you know, Tom Brady retired yesterday at age 45, Right. Tom Brady, there were times... You said, but he never had concussions. I, you're not wrong. Yeah. You're not wrong, but what I'm saying is that some of these... This is their life. Like This is what they want to do, and, if, and and I don't think you're going to stop somebody. It's almost... These are not good examples, but there are certain occupations out there that are obviously very, very dangerous, sure. and people can tell those people, hey, I don't think you should do this because it's dangerous, and they're still going to go do it, right? So... That's probably the position to us. Like Herbert gets his ribs broken, and that's incredibly painful, and he can't breathe, and all those things. But you're not worried about him having broken ribs when he's 50 or 40. Yeah. If he had a bunch of conc- then it's like, oh my I god, know. it's just it's it's such a specific injury, and the likelihood of getting. I mean, it's the NFL. It's the 25 mil, 25 mil. I did not know about 25 million. He's already banked 25 million dollars. That's a lot. The dump coming up next, plus little super crosstalk. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! Playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Still waiting on a call from Raider fans to tell me what it is that you guys do well. They're busy. (laughs) Just, I'm just curious because if you can't tell me the answer, here's what we do well, then why haven't you made a move for Aaron Rodgers already? Because at least that's fun and awesome and interesting and potentially put you in a position to win some games. You asked during the lunch hour. <laughs> 
Seems like not a little asking bit of time. that much. Uh, here's one. Okay. People talking about tanking for Caleb Williams. That's, By the way, that's that's at least a plan. I was just gonna. That's kind of fascinating. Can you imagine Caleb Williams in a Las Vegas Raiders yes, jersey? I absolutely can, and he would be terrific. No question about yeah. it. That would be a great spot for him. Hey, look, he's going to be – what you don't want is him to end up in Tennessee or Carolina or, you know, one, one of those places like uh, I don't, Houston. Yeah. Yeah, but you know what? With the NFL, I will give the NFL this. Man, you could you could be in Cincinnati. You can be in Kansas City. You can be a star in one of those smaller markets. You the can. star power is – You can, but it's also – more difficult because it's gonna the Joe more Burrow kind of juice. True, it. true. The, Trevor, you saw Trevor Lawrence came in number one pick. You tried that bad crickets. Uh-huh. It took they had to get good for people to kind of jump the, back on board. But to get good thing, you're 100 percent right. But if you're good, I don't think he can turn that franchise around where the stigma goes away. All right, uh, there's a petition going around, Slee. I don't know if you've signed it or not, mm-hmm. but Travis and Jason Kelsey's mother, the Kelsey brothers, obviously are going to be playing against each other in the Super Bowl. Yeah. There's a petition to have her do the coin toss at the Super Bowl, and there has more than 15,000 signatures so far. What do you think? I'm not against that. You know, middle ground, she's going to have a jersey. I'm sure that's like splice. You know how they do that where it's like half, half and half. half They'll sure. make the... She, she's been wearing it for all her interviews and stuff, but I think that the uh, the the Chiefs one is more prominent. But eh. it's, it's just, just like two thirds. <laughs> yeah. It goes all the way to her shoulder. It's just a all sleeve. the way here. It's KZ. <laughs> it's just a sleeve of the Eagles. One sleeve. Everything else is that's is jacked up. She's rooting for the offense. She says because both her sons play for the offense. Sure, that's got to be okay. Brutal. So this is this is um, it's unique. It's um. It's it's different. If you said that that was going to happen, I wouldn't. You know, I, I wouldn't be upset about it. That's the best way that I can put it. Uh, I'm not going to be standing here like this is such BS. No, it's not BS, but it's also just like eh, it seems unnecessary. It's like one of those. It's cool. Let's interview her for sure. Let's have a nice little three four minute conversation with Mrs. Kelsey and see how, you know what her boys were like when they were younger and you know how close are they. But fifteen thousand signatures. That's not They're a lot. on the way. No, it's not. That's, a, it's not, not a, lot. a lot. That should not be the <laughs> determinant. Yeah, that, that's how we pick our next president. If we just said, go fifteen thousand votes. If it said one and a half million, I'm like, okay, people want to see this happen. I don't know. What Emily, see if you can find out. Uh, who did the coin toss when the Niners and the Ravens played and the Harbaugh brothers mm. were coaching against each other? I'll find that out. But also, it would be funny, too, to see if Miss Kelsey had to do it, if they had to go to overtime, because then it's a lot riding on that coin toss. Okay. Do you think that she will never, ever tell? Does she want one of those teams to win more than the other? I'm sure. She has to, right? I think it's Jason. Why do you think so? Because... Because he doesn't He's have older. one. They always, he, he does that, have one. They he, both he have them. They both have them, so it's that's out of the way. Makes it a little I think easier. that the Eagles seem more like a flash in the pan than the Chiefs that are going to be there over and over again. So I think she might want Jason to get one, but I don't know. You, look, we all, we love all of our children, but you like them differently at different times. Mm. That's just the way that it goes. And, and it's not static. It's not like you have a favorite one that's your favorite one forever. It's like college football basketball rankings. They move up and down. I'm trying to see here, and was it was it Aaron Nola and Austin, Austin and, Nola? Austin and Aaron. So they're playing each other. It was Phillies, Padres in the um, NLCS. NLCS. And they kept showing the dad. And when... It didn't matter who did what. Zero reaction. Zero reaction. So even if Probably high. Aaron Nola was pitching <laughs> a great game or whatever the case is, not even if Austin Hola would get Austin Hola would get a hit, he'd just be like this. Just nothing. <laughs> just stoic. I was stoned. I couldn't do also, it. Also the Harbaugh woman was just a ref. It wasn't like a special I think Billie Jean King did last year's at the LA one or well, like do, you, was do you know why it was just one? a ref? Because only got 7,500 votes in that petition. <laughs> We're up to 15,000 here. Yeah, that's a number they're going to want to take. Until that thing gets into at least six figures, let's yeah. take the number down. You can put the petition up, but take the number down. Today is the anniversary of the show O.J. Simpson, Made in America. Mm. That is the FX show that had uh, Vinny Barbarino as Bob Shapiro. It had um, Rod Tidwell as O.J. Simpson and um, Ross from Friends as Bob oh, yeah, that's Kardashian. Right. That's right. Yes. Um, 
How were you? I, I was so entrenched in that. I know that you've kind of said this before. When it's something that you feel like you already, am I? Are you telling me anything new, mm-hmm. or do I already know Tom Brady and Derek Jeter and some of these others, or even the Last Dance? I don't know where you were on the Last Dance. Just this one, I remember as a kid, but I was probably I don't know ten, eleven, something like that. This was an amazing series. I was fully in. Were you fully entrenched in it? I watched every single episode and enjoyed it a great deal. But you didn't learn much. I didn't learn a thing okay. because it was it was it was a dramatization it, and it was an entertaining dramatization. But it was a drama. I've read this is embarrassing to say out loud. I've read multiple O.J. Simpson murder trial books. I I, I am oddly connected to this and i've told this story a million times i won't go through all the details my dad was on the flight from lax to chicago with oj simpson my grandmother lived a stone throw away from where oj simpson lived i used to see him all the time as a kid at the brentwood country mart when i'd go to buy baseball cards he would hang out over there like i've been around that part of town so i was deeply deeply fascinated by this when it went down like most people were but went above and beyond so the dramatization of it was fun but not particularly educational oj made in america was like i didn't know anything about the case Mm. that was nothing but an education nothing but hey this is why this thing went the way it went this is what about about race about celebrity about yeah, the yeah, lapd yeah. about yep. all of that yep. that's the part of that was mm. awesome that was the one that for me if you're just kind of diving into oj that's the one that's it's funny not Vinny Barbarino. <laughs> i love how you bring that one up well he was i know i know he was bob shapiro I, and, I and forgot, he did a good job and i forgot about that but that's one of those characters I'm like I can't get Ross out. That <laughs> that was Ross less good. is walking in. That was less good. And Rod uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. I keep calling him Rod Tidwell. That was another character. Is not a big man. OJ's a huge guy. And you've got Cuba Gooding playing. I'm like now this doesn't work at all. OJ was big and menacing and awesome and all of those things along the way. Let's do a little super cross talk. There's Mace. Were you guys uh, OJ Made in America fans? Did you like that oh, yeah. series? You're talking about the uh, the documentary series, right? The no, the dramatization on FX, not the that thirty was the for thirty. The people versus OJ Simpson. Oh, did I say it yes. wrong? Yeah, the people versus OJ Simpson right. was on FX. That starred Vinny Barbarino, as I heard you <laughs> yes. say. Yes, that's and right. And Rod Tidwell. Yeah. Um, the other one was the documentary that won the Academy Award, which was just unbelievable. Put OJ Incredible. into this great historical context. Yes. Amazing. Did Amazing you like doc. the Vinny Barbarino show? You know, I did. I thought it was kind of fun. I, I mean, I don't, I like you say, I didn't learn anything from it. Uh, and it came out, did it come out before or after OJ Simpson made it? Before. 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 Yeah. I learned way more from the other. You know what uh, the People versus O.J. Simpson did? It reminded me of all the stuff yeah. that I'd forgotten about the O.J. case. It was really well acted. It was yeah, very it was. well acted across the board. It was very well done. Um, I'm a bit biased because Brian went to high school with Sterling K. Brown. Oh, okay. Oh, so, yeah. So I've actually, yeah, remember, Mace, we actually had him on a show. He played uh, Christopher Darden, yeah. right? Yeah, and there was a time I was sitting in, we actually had him on to promote the show but so i mean i've known sterling since he was like an elementary school now kid. he's way too big to come on this yes show. he is oh he's Much. a megastar yo megastar he, he's my mom incredible. oh my god my mom you know loves the entire cast of this is us he is incredibly talented yeah i mean yeah. like he every movie that he's in he's just he's a phenomenal actor. so where do you guys come out on this like do would you rather watch a, a the the FX version of the OJ trial, yep. winning time on HBO. That's mostly true, but takes some yeah. dramatization. But it's entertainment first and and educational second. Or do you want the OJ Made in America thing? Because that that to me is a better ride than just oh, okay. That's kind of a retelling of a story I remember. I'd uh, rather go ahead. Go ahead, Andy. I would ra- I would rather get if assuming I'm going to get a good doc. I'd rather have the good doc because nothing is more compelling or stranger than reality. <laughs> Very true. Very. True. Although I'll tell you, can I counterpoint real quick? Sure. I was just, I was just going to say I got a little OD'd <laughs> on basketball documentaries. They all came out at one time, and I I did like Winning Time. I thought Winning Time was fun. I thought People versus O.J. Simpson was fun. Yes. Documentaries generally aren't fun. I was more glued to Winning Time. 
which is kind of funny between some of those that and, and and I wouldn't think I would be, but I was. I was glued to winning time. But however, go back to the last dance. I mean, I was watching those, even though I kind of knew a lot that was going to happen. I was glued to that as well. Yeah, so the last completely dance different. was a trip too because it came out during the pandemic. Oh and, yeah, and it's yeah. so hard to separate whether it was good or not from whether or not it was the only thing new. We on were TV. desperately looking I, for yes. stuff to talk about. Yes. I can tell you right now, were it not the pandemic, I'd have tapped out. Would like, you really? There's only so. Honestly, Michael Jordan's not that interesting. He's actually not that interesting of a person. Like, there's more stuff that surrounded Michael Jordan mm-hmm. that was interesting mm-hmm. than Michael Jordan himself. So here's – I want to split that hair for a sec because I agree that Michael Jordan's version of Michael Jordan is not interesting, and that's what you got in The Last Dance. That yeah. his version of his history is kind of what I know, plus add 10% more bad guy. Right. Okay, Everyone else's version of Michael Jordan, I think, is incredibly interesting. Sure. But well, the just... other person's version of a person is always more sure. interesting, right? Because, um, actually, you know, I saw that Whitney Houston uh, film oh, the movie? a couple yeah. weeks ago, the movie, which I thought was really good. Um, it, it was a pretty unvarnished, it was the estate that did it, but it was a pretty unvarnished account. It had her... Uh, you know, fluid. Uh, she she had a girlfriend at one point, and she was on drugs long before she ever ever met Bobby Brown. So that was a version where the estate kind of told the story, warts and all. A lot of times, you'll see a cleaned up or a sanitized version when somebody is when it's autobiographical instead of somebody else doing it biographically. The, the pandemic, I think, threw off our smeller uh, a lot because oh we, we, we were we watching. Pan- so, we watched Tiger King. I was just going to say, Mace, that we, as a country, yeah. as a, as a <laughs> yeah. watched that and were deeply invested in breaking it down day by day. Tells you all you need. How to know. much Fernando did you watch during COVID? COVID, when COVID was going on, I'm a Directv customer. The Dodger Channel was not on Directv as it was going on. Oh, that I think it, or it happened in the oh, middle yeah, of the pandemic. Right. Or no Dodgermentaries. There were I. <laughs> I didn't have whatever it is Spectrum. I, I didn't have it, so I couldn't do it. I was not fully impressed of Fernando at the time. I, I would watch it every day. <laughs> I mean, like there is a reason that, for example, Shit's Creek took off during yeah. the pandemic that yeah. show had been around mm. but we needed like pop tv or something we, we needed, needed positivity something. Yeah. Like, and it was posi- happy yes and they all and it's, you know it's really well done it's a fun show mm-hmm. but like i don't know if that show if it had come out two years earlier or two years later same with ted lasso i don't yeah. know if, i don't know if that show mm. Would have hit the exact same way. Well, think about it. And Joel McHale did the like the Tiger King revisit, and I yes. like Joel McHale. I think he's really funny. Yeah, he's very funny. I, I, I think so too. But ten minutes into that, you're like, no, nah, I don't need to see any more of this. this well, is, you know this what's weird dreadful. about it? You know, we uh, now how much do you remember about Tiger King? Very Probably little. too much, right? Well, eh. Not that much. I mean, I, I, you remember some of I the details. He, he but ran for mayor. Mullins. That Carol Baskin was a husband yeah, that she, went disappeared. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. <laughs> that's where to I wanted lines. to go. Yeah. Remember, Carol Baskin yeah. fed her husband to the Tigers. Allegedly. That was a very, very popular <laughs> theory. Her husband, I had this on my prep doc for a while now, he was sighted in Costa Rica. He is, he is, uh, he was found alive, which <laughs> no means kidding. that she actually didn't feed. But wait her a minute! To the Isn't the source on? Maybe I'm wrong. Was Carol Baskin? I, <laughs> yes, I think the source is Carol Baskin. Oh, really? Carol Baskin's the one that I could be her wrong was about found this, alive I, in Costa Rica. I may be wrong, but I think the source on this is Carol hey, Baskin. Did you feed your husband to the Tigers? Nah, saw him no. in Costa Rica a yep. couple days ago. He's fine. <laughs> yeah. Good yeah, enough for me. He had a reservation. He had, he had a great dinner. <laughs> Good enough for me, Madam Wackadoodle. How? <laughs> <laughs> So anyways, I got this great uh, yard furniture, and, <laughs> and I'm telling you, it, is, it has a lot of How much you potential. Want for it? <laughs> it has a lot of potential. Mace, um, I'm going to take it that you're not um, going with a U-Haul to somebody else's house to pick up and pay. Pay for. Yeah, no, <laughs> Their I'm not furniture. doing it. But I do, I've got this, it's great, it's, got, it's wood, and it's, it just needs to be refurbished. That's it. Well, and, and then it's like brand new. And, and, Susan, are you out there? Well, she still has zero experience refurbishing furniture, so <laughs> it was. I love that story. I love that story. 
it may so i do you go through that with with juan as far as like why are you doing that we don't need that why no no, no i'm gonna take care and then it just sits in the house forever and ever well our backyard is has been a work in a, pro, a work in progress since the day we moved in you guys got and great every setup. year we have a plan you know okay we're gonna sure. put rocks here and then we're gonna plant something there and it's still the bare backyard it's always <laughs> been but there are drawings all over the house this is what it's gonna look like and oh it's gonna be great and this is it's gonna be like a waterfall with different colored stones i'm like i i don't it's never happening this is never happening by the way juan is listening right now i guarantee you and he's pissed off this will be our japanese garden we'll put yeah, it right it'll be here a japanese garden a zen garden look i love the idea of just considering remodeling it's fun to think about oh this would look really it would be really nice to have this over here in a zen garden there it's it's a very pleasant intellectual exercise but when a 600 pound pile of rotted wood yeah, actually yeah. shows up in your backyard it's far less fun to does it still fantasize. have potential it's it's compost by now it, it's so rotted that it was basically burned he sat on a corner and it, it fell off and it just fell right through oh, i i I was lucky that I hadn't put my full weight on it, or I probably would have broke my back. I was just kind of leaning up against it, and a giant chunk of it sheared <laughs> off like a ice shelf in Antarctica. It was it was terrible. Do you deal with this, Andy? No, do not. I, I all the wood at my house is usable. Do, do, does she? Does your wife show <laughs> up with things like? All the wood at my house is usable. Yeah. Does she ever show up like? What are you going to do with that? Like, what, why did you buy that? Well, you know what? She is part of a group called Buy Nothing, where <laughs> people put stuff on it, and you can have it for free, whatever you want. You just are responsible for picking it up. Mm -hmm. And we've gotten a, a few good things out of that. What the hell is this, Buy Nothing? It's called Buy Nothing. Okay. So, so people want to like get rid of something, program? but they don't yeah, want to... No, it's not a loaner program. It's a take-it program mm -hmm. for free. It's just, you need this, you come get it. As long as you want to come get it, we're having some difficulty, though, right now, because the place we moved into, the backyard is nice, but it's smaller than the one we had, so mm -hmm. it doesn't really fit what the trampoline <laughs> that I oh. had before. Like, it, it fits it, but it, it doesn't it fit it space. functionally. Yes. So the problem is I'm trying to get rid of this trampoline, but I don't know how to disassemble it. So mm. I need somebody to pick this thing eight foot trampoline up <laughs> okay but can't you so she's okay with Keep you getting rid button. of it she's she wants me to get rid of it okay she has patio trampoline. isn't that <laughs> hey trav you've got the silverado now right i do oh how do you, you feel about trampoline? Up the trampoline <laughs> yeah well now he's gonna I've rent a u-haul of the simpsons where homer gets one i'm not i see how that one oh, this has netting it's totally safe <laughs> andy I, do you ever hit the tramp yeah you know what during the pandemic when i would not go <laughs> to the gym obviously yeah. because yeah. everything was shut down I used to like jog in place on the trampoline, really? low resistance, mm. for like thirty minutes to an hour. I would have liked to have seen that. that. Yeah, I wish there was video. Of that. <laughs> yeah. Neighbors were I just looking over the fence. I don't care what they think. I'm secure with myself. <laughs> there um, goes that Kamenetsky guy running in place again. It's Look, actually a good workout. <laughs> that that grown man is on the tramp. What is happening? <laughs> How, so I what's it called again? Buy nothing. Buy, Buy nothing. Okay. Buy nothing. If I just you gave me like your login. <laughs> And I went and posted multiple <laughs> plastic bins full of sombreros. Would somebody come and pick yes. them up from my house? Yes. Because Absolutely. I have that. Absolutely. Absolutely. You have multiple bins of sombreros? Sure. Yeah. Nice. Don't Every, you? Everything you need, buddy. Yeah. He's got it. Why do you say it like you watch that? The, are they for when you watch the Fernando documentary? Yes. And you <laughs> throw <laughs> them in the air. We don't I, have spectrum. I, I will <laughs> tell you. So my, my daughter is 19 years old. 19 and a half. Okay. She's right. a sophomore in college. Those sombreros, and there's maybe 30 of them, okay, are from her fifth birthday. She had a Dora-themed party where the kids wore sombreros and played games and stuff like that. She's almost 20. They're from her fifth birthday. Wow. Ha haven't been used since, yeah. but they still exist in my garage. Mace, you never know. You never know at the, at the Roger something household when up. yeah, something could come up. Does the table make more sense now? Yeah, table does make <laughs> sense now. Table does make sense.
So is uh, the Kelsey mother going to get to flip the coin at the Super Bowl? You guys, you guys signing the petition or not? Oh, that would be fun. Yeah, yeah I actually, kind of I like it more than you did, Travis. You, you're like, you kind of brushed it off. Yeah. I actually think it would be cool to see mom flip the coin. I, I wouldn't be like outraged if she did it, but I, I don't. <laughs> you're going to be outside. Like, with I'm, not gonna, I'm not going to say. the counter petition. <laughs> He's hey, not guys. telling everybody. Is everybody shut up for a second? Yeah. The coin toss this is, is coming. This is Kelsey's getting ready to throw the coin. It, would, it wouldn't be one of those sort of starts. Petition.org. He's so outraged. Yeah, it just feels, uh, I don't know. Two rivalry organizations try to get her off. Why not create a moment for the family? Yeah, it's a beautiful family moment. This doesn't happen. That's fine. I'm happy. I'm okay for the moment for the Kelseys. I just am not going to actively participate to try to get it to happen. Go sign it. (laughs) Sign it. Do it. You do it first. Do uh, it. Confirmed. The the source on Carol Baskin's ex-husband being alive and well in Costa Rica is actually Carol Baskin. Oh, it's Carol... Oh. I'm going to need a second source on this. <laughs> yes. Like I all need, good reporters. I need a corroborating witness on this one. There seems to be none. Wow. I'm not kidding. And here I was going to run with it as a story. I just saw it as a blurb. Hey, Carol Baskin saw her That's husband all you in needed. Costa Rica. It's like, Hashtag oh. free Baskin. Is, is, Consider the source. Is Joe Exotic still in prison or is he out? Do we know? I, I have that. so lost track of him. Because there was a moment. I think where you guys are right. COVID definitely had us watching all those. <laughs> oh, it has watching so much crap. There, well, it, it had some iconic moments, right? When they emptied that dump truck full of expired meat, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. oh my god, what am I watching here? This is this is not good. I remember trying to talk my mom and dad into watching it, right? And my mom and dad are. They're in their mid seventies, but they're 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 pretty contemporary, right? They're right. not like your typical older folks. They're they're pretty contemporary and modern. They watched it for thirty minutes, maybe they're like, "We're out. This is the That's dumbest it. thing in the world. I can't believe you and people like you are watching this." Still they immediately in, cut me still loose. Still in prison. Um, he was resentenced to twenty one years in prison in January of twenty twenty two. So he's going to be there a while. He just did his first uh, interview. Since oh, being nice. Recent. From inside prison. With whom? Um, Joel McHale. <laughs> Who, had <that? laughs> Who had that exclusive? Uh, it, I, I can't tell right now. ABC News is the, the article. Ha- have I, you guys seen uh, What About Bob? Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's okay. a great movie. All right. We were talking about Groundhog Day today. Yeah, I know. Favorite Everybody recommended Murray's. it. How do you not see What About Bob? I haven't yeah. seen it. Yeah, I got to get in there. It's great. It's Dig terrific. In. It's very funny. Yeah, it's it's... And like DeMarco said... If you kind of watch the movie through the eyes of Richard Dreyfuss's character, it's less fun because it'll drive you crazy. Do you guys have a different favorite Bill Murray movie? Groundhog uh, Day. Bill Murray Groundhog movie. Day. Your Groundhog Day. Let Nobody picked Kingpin, which surprised me. I love. Yeah, Kingpin is good. It's not really about his name, Earl. Yeah, Earl McCracken. Earl, Earl McCracken. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, Big Earn. Big Earn. I, I love Kingpin. The way his hair swirls is <laughs> just remarkable. Um, Mace. Yeah. Oh, sorry. We, we were talking. We were talking to Demarco about Demarco's in a full. He's training as if uh, he's got a Super Bowl coming up oh, in I March heard or something. Yeah, you keep disturbing his training practice. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Um, do you have a partner or no? Because yesterday oh, we yeah. thought it was Cap's dad, and then we thought it wasn't Cap's. Is it Cap's dad, or, or well, you don't know we've yet? We've got a little debate on that. I think it should be Charlie Kaplan, Cappy's Pappy. Um, <laughs> now, hey, hey Mace. Hand, hey Mace. I think I got something here. Hey Mace. Hey, Mace. Um, Bergman thinks. I, I don't want to put words in his mouth, but he thinks Cappy's Pappy is a nobody and nobody wants to see him play. Is that, <laughs> is that the words you're trying to avoid? Jeez, Berg. I don't want to put words in his mouth. You don't want to put words in my mouth, but you're going to just go but say that. But he's a nobody. Berg, was that quoted? I think he's the source. <laughs> I think that people know who he is. as like, Kaplan knows who he is. Yes. I don't think a lot of our listeners know who he is because he hasn't been a part of the shows yet. Nobody, so maybe this can do it. Nobody, he's not a nobody. <laughs> Well, He's a superstar at Delta Del Boca Vista Phase nobody. Seven. <laughs> I said nobody knows who He's he is outside Boca. of Kaplan. The mayor of Boca. Why are you trying Charlie to get me in trouble, Mason? Thought what we were if friends. They, what I don't if know they, they went here. on a run, and all of a sudden they're in like the finals oh, of the. And Cappy's Pappy's just tearing people up. Cappy's and people Cappy's are, and people are carrying throw. him at the end as they hoist the trophy. Everyone will know him. I mean, so you you know you know Mason and his athletic ability. Sure. That's not happening. Hey, no, Cappy's Pappy's doing all the work. <laughs> You're just gonna stand there. You're gonna hang I'm out playing on the, the baseline. baseline. Cappy's Pappy's playing. He's standing the net. behind him. <laughs> right. He's like, oh, you get, get that one. Yours, yours, <laughs> you. yours. It's you. It's you. <laughs> if this it's, one's you. If it's not Cappy's Pappy, do you have a plan B? 
Uh, plan B is uh, no, I don't really have a plan B. Is there a plan B, Bergman? No, you're by yourself. <laughs> I, I'm solo. I'm solo. Well, you'll be free to go relax quickly. No, I then. think it's going to be Cappy's Pappy. Good. Uh, regardless okay. of what Bergman right. says. You, you, you should you should get on a, like a Zoom with him and get to know each other a little bit before yeah, the tournament starts. Yeah. Probably yeah. Put, put him on your show. I think we're going to have uh, pickleball practice this weekend. Bergman, are you available for uh, pickleball practice this weekend? I, yeah. yeah, I can make something happen. Yeah, we we need somebody who's on, like Slee. a really I good instructor. Any other day. Us. Oh, we have one. By the way, we have one. I, I told the story to uh, to Trav, and I was texting with him earlier. Do you know Drew Belzer? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Literally, Drew was a great tennis player. Was a yeah. great tennis player, and Mace is such so random. I see him at the Laker game. Yeah. We're catching up for a second. He's like, great yeah. Great guy, by the way. Fantastic. Oh, hey, Drew's a great guy. He's like, I have clients that are here that, and it was, he, he mentioned pickleball. I'm like, are you serious here? We have a pickleball tournament coming up. We need to figure out how the hell to play, so I'm supposed to begin with him uh, pretty soon. And also, oh, nice. we do we do have one, Mace. We're going to have one uh, next week, I believe, when we get our paddles. Ara Maserli, and I don't know how to say his last name, so sorry if oh, I yeah. said that wrong. Yeah, yeah he's, 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 he's active. into it. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he's very, very into it. paddles and balls and what sort of mm-hmm. service. I'm like, nice. Yeah, no, I intend His to only be... problem is that he's a Clipper fan, so, you know, I'm, that's the only problem. I'm not going to win the thing, but I just don't want to... I don't want to lose badly. In That's order goal. of goals for me. Yeah. Walk out under my own power. Yep. yep. No I'm injury. There. And don't be the first 7-10 team out. There you go. That, That's, that, that sounds like a good plan. That is the, the goal for Travis. Who's your part? Oh, you guys are playing together, right? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, played a he's bit. actually playing. I'm playing. Yeah, I've, I've taken it upon myself to try to learn the game a you little any good? bit. No, I'm not. Somebody going to go out and scout him? I, I, I played a little bit with my buddy who's much better at it than me. He kicks my butt, and then um, we sit there and talk for a while. It's just it's, baby tennis, right? It's it's almost a perfect hybrid of ping pong and tennis. It's like halfway in between those two things. Yeah, I I, I intend to be credible. I, yeah, that's a good word. That's yeah, the third credible. thing. Don't get hurt. Don't get hurt. Don't be, be the first credible. one out. Be yep. credible. Super yeah. Crosstalk is brought to you by In-N-Out Burger. That's what a hamburger is all about. Mason and Islands next. We'll see you tomorrow.